0: Hello my friends. Today I have a pretty cool article. It is from Psychology Today. Addiction and recovery rewire the brain in different ways. Seeking drugs and getting clean each involves specialized synaptic plasticity. And this was posted and published February 1st, 2021. Groundbreaking substance use disorder. Um, SUD research sheds light on how the brain is rewired via synaptic plasticity when drug-seeking behavior becomes habitual, and how the addiction-extinction process involves another mode of brain rewiring. These findings were recently published in Biological Psychiatry. Previous res- research has shown that seeking addictive drugs such as heroin is regulated by the synaptic plasticity of dopamine, D1, D2, receptors in the medium spiny neurons, MSNs, of the nucleus accumbens. Acubi- <laughs> okay, you guys. Some of this is a little out of my realm of knowledge. I don't know all of these um, Fancy words, so bear with me. I'm sure we'll get the gist. However, until now, exactly how D1 and D2 cell types drive heroin-seeking behaviors versus the way synaptic plasticity facilitates anti-addiction mechanisms was unknown. For this animal study, transgenic lab rats spent 10 consecutive days being trained and conditioned to push a lever that self-administered heroin which led to addiction, a light tone cue was paired with every heroin delivery. Then the same rats were denied access to self-administered heroin and went through a 10-day withdrawal period. That is really sad to think about what that would look like in lab rats. Um, the research team led by Vivian Chioma and Peter Calavas of the Medical University of South Carolina's Department of Neuroscience used a technique called in vivo zymography, which involves injecting a living animal's brain with a state-of-the-art fluorescent dye that allows researchers to observe the enzymatic activity around specific cells. I know that using animals in research is helpful and important, but at the same time, it's like. It's a human problem being addicted to drugs, so I feel like why do the animals get pulled into this research used as lab rats, literally lab rats, (laughs) Uh, I know that there's a need for it and that people are going to benefit from it, but I know also that there's other ways without using actual live animal specimens like computer simulated models. And I feel like at some point a computer simulated model of a human brain would be more, um, I don't know, helpful in research of the human process rather than using lab rats because the lab rat doesn't have s- the same brain as a human. Uh, humans are so much more complex. So I feel like if we could come up with a computer simulated model of a human brain and then run simulations. It would be more cost-effective and more humane. Anyway, um, for the Calavas Laboratory's recent experiment, the researchers injected rats' brains with this specialized dye at various stages of their drug-seeking habituation and withdrawal. In vivo, zomography gave the researchers a window into how the light-toned cues that accompanied heroin delivery delivery triggered enzyme activity outside distinct pop- subpopulations of acumbens cells their focus was on an extracellular matrix around nerve cells that gets broken down by enzymes called oh man MMPs metalloproteinases <laughs> abbreviated MMPs According to a January 26 news release, the researchers found that the extracellular environment, not just neuronal interfaces, contribute to addiction plasticity, and that distinct enzymes working at D1 and D2 type MSNs underlie drug-seeking and extinction behaviors. Notably, this study shows that the light-sound cues associated with receiving self-administered heroin-activated MMPs near D1 dopamine receptors in the nucleus accumbens. This enzyme activity promoted synaptic plasticity in cells associated with addiction and substance use disorders. On the flip side, during the extinction phase of the experiment, extracellular MMP activity modulated around neighboring D2 dopamine receptors in the nucleus accumbens. This appeared to trigger synaptic changes that protected against conditioned drug-seeking cues. We found that drug cues increased MMP activity on one cell type, D1-type MSNs, in the nucleus accumbens, and they decreased activity on another cell type, D2-type MSNs. Senior author Peter Kalava said in the news release, by showing this cellular speci- specificity, of MMP activation and inactivation by cues, we have identified novel molecules that may be potential targets for drug development in treating drug addiction. Our work investigating cell type-specific synaptic neuroadaptations in the nucleus accumbens provides evidence of novel advances in our understanding of tetrapartite synaptic activity during heroin seeking first author Vivian Chioma added, this research demonstrates how integration of components of the tetraperitite synapse regulates specific addiction phenotypes. Wow. That was pretty short and sweet. Um, John Crystal of Yale School of Medicine, who is not directly involved in this research, but edits biological psychiatry, Summed up the significance of Chioma's latest study in a press release, he said, This paper highlights the exquisite selectivity of addiction-related neuroplasticity and suggests that recovery from addiction is not simply a reversal of addiction-related changes in the brain, but rather it also involves the laying down of new anti-addiction changes That protect against substance abuse. Wow. Okay, so there we have it. I guess we could have just skipped that confusing article and read that little tiny paragraph at the end to explain, (laughs) in layman's terms, what this actually means. So that is actually huge news, I guess. Um, When it comes to coaching people and transformation, it's not really surprising. Um One of the main things that people f- um, fail to do in transformation is instead of um, instead of using the approach of getting rid of bad habits, one of the biggest aspects in transformation is incorporating new behaviors. So instead of just focusing on like quitting, drinking or quitting. Um, eating fast food or quitting drinking soda pop or whatever, um, focusing on that will cause resistance mentally because you feel like you're losing something. Um, so to avoid having that little mind trick, one of the ways that we avoid having that happen is to incorporate new healthy behaviors to retrain your mind, body, Connection and really just retraining yourself to these new behaviors, and then you know, as you develop all these new behaviors, it is it becomes easier to let go and release the negative or toxic or dangerous or risky behaviors that you might be trying to steer away from. Um, When it comes to this article it's talking about heroin so um, each different substance has its own specific issues that go along with it with heroin you obviously um, would need to stop doing heroin and go through with the withdrawal process in a safe way um, oftentimes under medical supervision and then um, once the withdrawal is done and your brain is back to firing at, um, a non-influenced state, um, then you are able to actually do the retraining. But while your brain is under the influence, you, you're not going to be able to retrain. So getting clean first, obviously, um, is the goal when it comes to substance abuse. So Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this little bit of information. I'm sending you good vibes. Um, And I will include the link to this um, in the info. Have a great day.